It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast, and we are your hosts, Ed Oliver and my guy, Deolante Daniels. Today, we got an action-packed show today. Uh, Bradley Bill announced to be out for the season with a wrist injury. Uh, we definitely have to react to the DeMontis Sabonis trade and what's that, what that means for the Washington Wizards moving forward, what it means for the young guys coming up. Uh, and also, we'll talk about, you know, Montrez Harrell, guys that uh, potentially could be on the block before the trade deadline on Thursday, Spencer Dinwiddie, Thomas Bryant, what it could mean for those guys, what it could mean for Denny, Avdia, Rui, could they get more playing time since Bradley Bill will not be playing the rest of the season, uh, in which direction we want to see the Wizards go. So we got a lot to talk about. Let's get to it. Are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to this Locked On Wizards podcast. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Check out PricePicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. So, D, what was your reaction to the news that Bradley Bill is going to be out for the season with a wrist injury? Uh, when the Sabonis and the trade news happened, I had tweeted out, before the Bradley Bill news came about, I said they just need to go ahead and shut Brad down and, you know, tank season. And then the news came out that he's going to have the season in surgery on his wrist. And I'm not surprised by it at all. I mean, this season, like I said, the team was cooked. I've been saying that the team is cooked. It's no hope for him. This season has been really bad. I, I won't even call them playing contenders. They They were one game out. But it's going to get even harder now to even make the playing game. So once this bonus deal didn't go down, I'm not surprised that they just said, all right, let's just pack it up for the season. 
shut Brad down. I just think the next moves is getting rid of some of these vets. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of getting that feeling too. Like you said, when DeMontis Sabonis went off the board, um, you know, Bradley Bill was shut it down for the season. And then there was reports that his agent was at the game last night. So I was like, either this means that, you know, he's going to shut it down or could they be asking for a trade? I was like, either one of the two most likely would happen. And then we got the news that, you know, he'd be shutting it down for the rest of the year. So um, it's unfortunate. And then we got a quote from him saying, I look forward to coming back at 100 percent. And continuing to lead this team as we work together to build towards our future. So it kind of indicates that he is, you know, those that quote could, you know, saying that he's leaning towards coming back. Mm-hmm. We, are, we all know the contract implications. If he does come back and we, you know, we know the reports that Tommy Shepard and, and Ted, they want to build around him. They don't want to uh, trade him, you know, which, which could be an interesting decision right there. So, um, it's unfortunate news, but it could it could mean a lot for the young guys and seeing their development. So, and uh, what were your thoughts on the Demontis Sabonis trade to the Kings? I mean, what they got when the Woj um, quote came out saying that he didn't feel like the Wizards really had enough assets, and you look at what they got Sabonis for, who the Pacers got Sabonis for, is not surprising to say the Wizards didn't have the assets because one. I was surprised they gave up Halliburton. I really like Halliburton. A lot of people were surprised. I think guys were saying even some execs around the league were even surprised that the Kings gave him up because Halliburton is a really good young player. He's really good. And Buddy Hilda along with that. And even if the Wizards threw in Rui, you got Rui and Denny. It's Rui and Denny versus Buddy Hilda and Tyrese Halliburton. 99.9% of people are probably going to go with Halliburton and Buddy Hilda. So you saw what you had to give up and Kings fans are upset. Like they're mad that they gave up Tyrese Halliburton because like I said, I think he's really good. I liked him when he was coming out. So I'm not surprised though, that the Wizards ended up not getting him and not having enough assets to obtain him. And I just hope I was like, I'm hoping that they don't try to pivot to Jeremy Grant. But then we heard that Jeremy Grant and the Trailblazers were kind of thinking about, you know, mixing it up. So I hope the Wizards are out of the Grant running. Nah, Sabonis is out, so I'm out on all the trade. Grant, too. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I mean, they they traded uh, DeMar Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hill, to Tristan Thompson. So it was surprising. I mean, Tyrese Halliburton is a good young player. Um, he was available, you know, when we drafted our guy, um, you know, he, he would have been nice. But, uh, yeah, once again, Sabonis being off the board, it just kind of meant like, hey, we whiffed Jeremy Grant. You know, he would be a nice – but he's just not a needle mover, like, at all. He's not a, he's not a needle mover. He wouldn't make this team like a play-in or playoff team, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, once that domino came off the board, it was kind of like, yeah, where are we going? So I'm, I'm intrigued to see – you know, the young guys moving forward. I hope this does mean that the young guys do got, get more of an opportunity. I hope Denny can get more of an opportunity. Rui can get more of an opportunity to play. Um, same thing with Kispert, too. We really should go in evaluation mode. And honestly, you know, Chase Hughes, he, he brought up a good point. You know, if we do end up end up losing a lot of games, like kind of like the Raptors, um, they ended up losing a lot of games, and they got better draft status in the lottery. So, hey, you know, if we get a top five pick, 
or, you know, better than the ninth pick because we keep getting the ninth pick over and over. So let's say we get the fifth or fourth pick, you know, you can get like a Jaden Ivey, um, uh, the guy from Duke, Paolo Bancaro. Um, you can get some talented guys or you might luck up and get the first pick of the draft, Jabari Smith. This is wishful thinking, but, you know, if we get a top five pick, that can really uh, push this rebuild or retool or whatever direction we're trying to go and just get talented players. Um, so honestly, you know, I'm not going to say it's a blessing in disguise that, you know, we're, we might lose some games, but it really could help our future. We just need more young assets. We need more young guys that can help this team. So, and it can help us evaluate young players. So, um, but before we do talk about, you know, should the Wizards be buyers or sellers? Uh, one of the last days before the trade deadline, uh, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. It's easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize Picks offers a variety of options. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from point score to rebounds and even steals. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries, so you can enter those picks. Users can take the over on player one combined with the under on player on Kyle Kuzma in the same entry. And then Prize Picks doesn't just offer NBA, they have options on the college, on college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive. No brainer of an offer for all our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, but you must use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA. $50 for free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Have any questions about prize picks? Email Jordan Gold at Jordan at pricepicks.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, make sure you guys check out the Locked On NBA podcast for, on the NBA trade deadline is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. And the Locked On NBA podcast will be covering it live from 2 to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA and YouTube and turn all your notifications on so you know when they go live. All right, D. So how are your feelings? Has anything changed? Do you think the Wizards will be buyers or sellers? Or what do you think? Do you think the Wizards should be buyers or sellers at the deadline? And uh, who do you see most likely being moved? Do you see Trez being moved, Spencer being moved, Bertans, Thomas Bryant? Which guys do you see being moved out of the out of the veterans? Uh, I see Trez being moved. Definitely. I, if I had to pick anybody, I think Trez would be the first guy and most likely guy to be moved um, at the deadline. 
I think the Wizards are in sale mode. Bradley Bill being out indefinitely, that's your star player. He's out. You shut him down, so you shut the season down practically. The Wizards are going to be sellers. I don't think they're going to be buyers anymore. I think they're out of the Jeremy Grant running as well. I mean, maybe they aren't. I don't know. I'm not saying this with info, you know, inside info. But logically, it will be smart to be sellers and move trades, even look to move KCP. I know moving Dinwiddie and Bertans will be a little tough, but you can still search, you know, how Neto possibly, you know, try to recoup some second round picks or something. Definitely, yeah. Um, I don't see us getting any first round picks back for Spencer. I don't see us getting any first round picks back for Trez, um, KCP, Neto, Aaron Holiday, especially Bertans. Bertans, you're gonna have to attach a first round pick probably to get rid of him, or attach a couple of picks to get uh, rid of that contract. Um, so it's tough. I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna be surprised if it's a dud of a trade deadline and they're not able to move anybody, unless they just you know really, really just want to get second round picks. We don't even have second round picks. Uh, for the next couple of years, to be honest. So second round picks are very valuable. You know, you never want to sleep on second round picks. You look at a guy like A.O. DeSumo for the Bulls. He's doing really well for them this year. So you never want to sleep on second round picks. So I, I would take second round picks for a couple of these guys just to move. And you still want to consolidate so Rui can get his minutes. Um, Denny can get his minutes. I think this is a goal and opportunity for guys, for some of these young guys to step in and, and play well without Bradley Bill being there and some other guys not being there if they can consolidate. Um, Dinwiddie is going to be hard to move as well. So um, I'm prepared for a dud of a trade deadline, nobody nobody being moved. But the Wizards, they need to be sellers as much as you can. You know, Tommy mm-hmm. Shelby needs to get on the phone as much as possible, um, see if he can move Dinwiddie where he can get. Um, KCP, I wouldn't be surprised if you want to try and move him too. Um, you see other teams making moves as well. You know, you look at mm-hmm. the Blazers, they made some moves. The Pelicans made some moves. Pacers already made moves, you know, teams are already making moves already. So, you know, it's time to get on, on the phone and see you showcase guys enough. I don't think guys really showcase much, to be honest, you losing by 30 points here and there. Uh, but I, I just think it's, you know, ho- hopefully we can move on it and sell as much as we can. Yeah, I think you let the young guys play. And that's why I say the KCPs, Trez, like move on from them. Like, I understand the market may not be as robust for a Dinwiddie or Bertans, but Kispert, I mean, Kuzma, even though I wouldn't consider Kuzma one of the younger guys, but, and I don't know if the Wizards, how they feel about him as far as keeping him, et cetera, but Kispert, Avdia, Hachimura, you you let those guys really do their thing. You know, I wouldn't be mad at them getting 30 minutes a game, you know, getting shots up really trying to develop in-game. I don't need to see at this point in the Wizards' season Dinwiddie putting up 17 shots, KCP putting up 15 shots. I don't want those two guys to become the main shot takers uh, and guys who put up the most field goals in the game and playing 30-something minutes. I do not – in losses. I do not care. This time is for the younger guys to come out and and grow their games, man. I'm all about Denny – Rui and Corey Kisper really doing their thing, and Kuzma can be the leader of that pack. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I think this is a great opportunity once again. And Gafford, let Gafford play. Let yes, him get, those, yes. Yeah, get those fouls out of his system. Let him learn how to defend without fouling. Um, let him play with some fouls too. Let him learn how to do that too. Then get stronger. 
because the only way he's going to get stronger is by playing and getting that playing strength going up against, you know, other bigs that are bigger than him. Um, Garden of Jokic's of the world and beads and Yusuf Nurkic, Sabonis, you know, this could be a valuable time. Denny, let him make mistakes. You know, you look at the Heat game, they took away his his left hand, and it, it was a rough night for him. He wasn't able to score much. Um, Kispert, you know, he's been up and down shooting the ball, so let him go out there and, and get some threes up, some contested threes. Let him learn. Rui, Rui's, you know, Rui's only played, what, 10 games so far? So he's really behind the eight ball because, he, he's you know, he missed basically half the season. So, you know, we really haven't really been able to see him make that third-year leap. You know, it still looks like he's getting into playing shape sometimes. But the Heat game, he looked pretty solid. Kispert looks like he's starting to get better along the way. And, um, yeah, as far as the, the other guys, the, the veterans, you know, we've seen enough. Dinwiddie, I've seen enough grenades at the end where he's passing at the last second. <laughs> you know, so um, – I've seen enough, and I think it's time to let these Denny, – Denny, he needs to play to get better. Him playing 20, 25 minutes a game, he's just not going to get better that way. So um, I, I would I would love to see um, some of these young guys play. But um, before we wrap it up, we do want to talk about a little bit more Bradley Bill's future, you know, what we think will happen. Um, of course, these young guys are moving forward. Um, before we do get to that, we're going to get to a quick word from our sponsor. Yes, we are. We have a message from our friends over at Built Bar. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't yet, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calories, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a, a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories. 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you. At Bill Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. The offer is to go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. 
Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yes, sir. So um, how do you feel the injury affects Bradley Bill's future? Um, do you think it changes anything? Do you think uh, – and this is a tough question because we just don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to come back or not. But uh, how, how do you feel like this changes Bradley Bill's future with uh, – or do you think it changes his future at all after this wrist injury? Uh, I mean, the wrist – it's not like – as far as him as a player, he'll be fine. You know, recovery – is not like an ACL or anything like that. So he, him as a player, he'll be fine. Or his, far, really his future coming back. Yeah, as, as far as his future coming back with the Wizards, I don't know, man. Like, I honestly, me personally, I think he resigns because like that money is tough to pass up. You can talk about winning all you want, but you talk about two hundred and two hundred plus million dollars over five years. That's a lot of money to say. Eh. You know, I'll lose like 70 mil of that going to a contending team. So, I mean, Brad, if he really has that Dame Lillard, I'm not running from the grind mindset, I don't think it changes anything. I think they look at it like, all right, let's try to get a lower draft pick, get an impact young player, or use that low pick to try to move it and get somebody else. I'm not sure, but it's possible that. You know, he can also just move on. And I think that would be a really bad look for the Wizards because that means you passed up on trading him when his value was at, like, the peak of his value. And his value still high. Like, there's a lot of teams that's going to want Bradley Bill. This, is, this was a down year for him, but that does not scrape and scrap everything he's done so far to this point, those two 30-point seasons. But... I, I definitely think it could change things, but I personally think that money is it's hard to pass up on that. Yeah, it really is. And now he could sign us and then potentially we could trade him or he could opt in and we could trade him to a contender if he doesn't want to be here. Um, or we could sign him. And this is just really looking into the future. We could sign him and he could kind of like pull like an Anthony Davis or like a James Harden. Like if it doesn't work out after that first year, he could get paid. He would get his five-year $242 million deal. Then if it doesn't work out after a year, doesn't want to be here, then we could trade him to a contender. You know, something could happen like that. Um, but I, I still mm-hmm. think it doesn't change much in his opinion or you know coming from his perspective he still you know probably will you know he doesn't want to turn that down that that five-year 242 million dollar deal so i still kind of mm-hmm. think it's trending towards him coming back um so as far as the wizards you know they're just in a tough position where like you said if he does leave for nothing and we don't get any assets then it's going to look really bad on this whole front office it's going to look bad on yeah you know, Ted, tommy because just that, the whole front office yeah and, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. right yeah and, um, you know, I talked about, you know, everybody needs to be evaluated from top to bottom. You know, I don't think it's one person's fault. You know how this season has gone wrong. You know, at first we were 10 and three and now it's just bad. Um, you know, I think Wes, you know, he's hasn't coached the best in some of his games when the rotations have been bad. Tommy Shepard, you know, I talked about him yesterday. Um, not being as, as good, not just kind of being similar to the last regime was here. It's not all his fault. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't see it changing much. I, I think he's going to want to come back. 
Um, but, you know, it, it, time will tell and we'll see. But once again, I am happy that the young guys get to play and we could really use this opportunity. And you brought up trading that pick. Like, say, if we do, if we are bad and we end up being a, a lottery team, we luck up, we get a top five pick, and they might want to use that pick to trade it for a star, it has to be a legitimate star. It cannot be a mm-hmm. mid-level guy. It can't be – honestly, I feel like it has to be somebody better than than Sabonis, really, honestly. If you get a top like, five, like Like a cat or something yeah. like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it has to be a Carl Anthony Towns, um, maybe somebody on the level of a Kawhi Leonard. I don't think he wants to get traded. Um, but it, it 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 probably had to be somebody like that, Paul George, somebody really really good, mm. yeah, like, like at that level. My yeah, to be an all NBA level kind of guy, whoever could mm. be available. Um, but yeah, we get if we get a top five pick, that would be the best case scenario for the Washington Wizards. I feel like if they get a top five pick, I feel like they should use it to draft. When I really like this draft, I really like Jaden Ivey, um, I really like Jabari Smith out of Auburn. So mm-hmm. I really think it's a golden opportunity for the Wizards. I think I think it's a golden opportunity. It's not it's not all doom and gloom for the Wizards. You know this injury happening. I think they can use this time. I keep saying it to develop the young guys and use this pick. So I'm I'm very intrigued to see what happens. Hopefully we can get some assets for some of these veterans that we showcased the past couple of days. Um, trade deadline is three o'clock on Thursday. I can't wait. Yeah, and I think I I think the Wizards they can look at some other teams. You know, like the Warriors, obviously the Wizards are nowhere near the Warriors level, but they had some down years and they ended up with Moses Moody and Kaminga, who look really good. And they got James Wiseman, who's hurt right now, not even playing. So they had some tanking years and got some really good young players. And now they got their squad back. But like I said, it's the Warriors. I'm not really comparing them. I'm just saying how you can keep your star and have a rebuilding year and get a really good pick. And but the thing is, you got to hit on it. You got to hit on that pick. That's the thing that matters with it. So don't get it twisted, guys. I'm team blow it up still, but I'm just going on what the Wizards are going to do, which is not rebuild and try their hardest to bring Bill back. Yeah, the worst scenario is really good. Yeah, I'm I'm basically on team sellers too because I think it's time to turn the page. Um, and we we kind of seen this story for the past ten years how it's went how it's went so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank you guys for listening today. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Once again, I just want to make sure you guys uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. And hit the notification bell and subscribe to us on all platforms wherever you get a podcast. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.